Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 58 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking to pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by the intrepid family man, suburban explorer, returned, returned from his humanitarian mission to measure and record the cuteness factors of long-necked South American ungulates. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, mate. Good, Robbie. I'm really good. Hey, you- You're not too... Are alpacas an ungulate? Uh, are they a, a, a cloven foot? Is that, that is that the definition of an ungulate? A cloven-footed yeah, creature? Yeah, yeah, that could be right. Yeah, yeah. Mahamas, alpacas, all the same. Yeah, vicuñas, mate. That's vicunias. the one. Vicuña. Have you heard of vicuña? No. What's a vicuña? So a vicuña. So you go to your your alpaca shop. Yeah. You know, where you can get your alpaca. You know, your like scarf a nice down, downy quilt or your or coat or yeah. a nice jumper, perhaps. You know. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it might be. I don't know. 300 US bucks for, you know, just off the scale. Vicuña, mate, 3,000 US oh, wow. bucks for like the same thing or or even higher. Just It's meant to be the finest wool in the world. Is that because they're like one-tenth of the size of an alpaca, so therefore it costs 10 times as much? Like is there a, a reasonable sliding scale between the two yeah, different yeah, garments? Vicuña's the size of a guinea pig, mate. Yeah, you're right. Oh, nice one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you got to take those very fine little clippers yeah, for trying to yeah, groom those Yeah, that's right. Just off. like your little nasal hair sort of clippers, just oh, to tr- trim them up a bit. It's more of a pluck than a groom, <laughs> than, than, than a clip off. That's right, yeah. exactly. Uh, how was your trip, mate? Oh, it was amazing, mate. So to the listeners, uh, I've been away in South America for three weeks. Um, and uh, and look, it was a fantastic trip. And the big the big reason Deb and I wanted to go was um, was to go to the Galapagos Islands, um, where for those who don't know, Darwin formulated his theory of evolution. Yeah, right. For for, um, for the Hillsong goers like yourself, mate, you probably don't you know probably not into the the theory of evolution. Me, but me and Bieber and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the Hillsong, you know, like our Prime Minister Scomo, the Hillsong. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought Bieber was in the Hillsong as well. Oh, maybe he is, is yeah, he? Yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know. There you go. I thought our Prime Minister was Pentecostal. Yeah, but isn't it the same sort of thing? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know. It's not our area. Let's move away. It's, it's not my area of expertise. So there are lots of animals. <laughs> lots of animals. <laughs> lots of animals. That's lots of us. animals. Yeah, that back, evolve. Back to what we know. Exactly. So sea lions, marine iguanas, like these lizards that swim. Nice. That was pretty cool. Turtles, tortoises, sharks. Boobies and frigate birds. Yeah, so you saw some boobies there, did you? I, on the beaches. I, I wonder what you'd pick up on, mate. Yeah. yeah. Out of everything I talk about, all the animals. When I saw on you the, want to bring up the boobies. When you had it on the running sheet of uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that there was going to be boobies there, it's gone. Yeah, right. Sometimes you do have to pick the low hanging fruit, you know. <laughs> Blue footed boobies, mate. Were, were, were it's those, a bird. Oh, right. Okay. So that, they weren't low hanging fruited boobies. They were. No, they were birds. They're birds. They got right. amazing oh, little, birds. Little birds mating with boobies. Dance. Yeah, little mating dance. Yeah. Blue footed boobies and red footed boobies. Boobies and masks, masked boobies. Oh, like um, like uh, eyes wide shut kind of boobies. No, more like Zorro. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can see they, where you're going. They, they mate. still had, uh, yeah, they still had those in that cu- in that Kubrick flick. You know, oh yeah, yeah wasn't that a disaster? Yeah, that was a bit. That was a bit odd. It was a bit weird. But yeah. it was an amazing trip, mate. Just fantastic. I think the next few weeks I might talk a little bit about each uh, the trip a little bit. You know, each sort of country or something each Break week. Break it down a bit. Maybe yeah. a little bit. Don't want to bore the listeners with my uh, my uh, slideshow in, on the first first week back. But, <laughs> but it feels weird to be back, mate. How yeah. you been? 
Uh, yeah, busy, busy. Things have been things have been pretty sort of flat out at uh, at work, and then trying to juggle all the. Uh, you know, I'd, yeah, you left me with the 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 clear and concise instructions of how to try and uh, yeah, be launching the pod while while you're away. Yeah. But interesting, we had a couple. Of, we had some uh, some listener feedback. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. At work. Yes. Had, had a couple of people going. Uh, geez, you better talk to the people that uh, that that put your podcast together. I thought, oh, okay, right. Here's a, some constructive criticism for Lewis. Because apparently you're trying to do like an Oscars thing, and you were uh, you had the the outro music coming on over the oh. end of a, I think so. So I had three people mention it, going, "Yeah, geez, I was listening to the end of it." I mean, positive people yeah. are listening to the end yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, got to the end. That's yeah, great. Yeah, yes. you know. So, yeah, so we got sponsors. They listen to the whole thing, obviously. Just there you the go. Yeah, know. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and they and they pay attention to the whole thing too. Um, but yeah, yeah. So so apparently we've had had some. Uh, you've had some issues with putting the outro yeah. music on over the. Uh, I think that was just before I left that one. Thank goodness, and I actually redid it. So oh, did you? yeah. So I got <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. Same sort of thing. I got, I got. I think Deb listened to it and went, "Oh, is something going on wrong at the end." And went, "Oh." oh. And the next day I fixed it. So obviously a few people listen straight when it drops too. Which so is there nice. you go. Nice. Thanks to all your listeners. Absolutely. Out there. Yeah. And speaking of the podcast, mate, any any update on uh, where we might stand? You know, any well, like, thoughts? Well, so I was um, I got the email through because while you're away, I was checking the uh, checking the uh, two two vets talk talk pets at gmail.com. Send us an email um, and. They got an email through from the Australian Podcast Awards saying that the yeah. finalists had been um, <gasps> notified. Yes. And that was all. Um, and that we oh. hadn't been notified. Uh, but they oh. said that there was a link there for the top uh, 100 podcasts. Oh, yeah. Triple um, J sort of thing. So, yeah. yeah. So I thought, right, well, I'll go, and, I'll go and have a little look because, you know, you, you never know. And so at the top, there's all the podcasts. Yeah, a lot of the podcasts you'd expect to see, like Tony Martin, Sizzletown. And um, actually, no, his one wasn't because they didn't talk about the top six because they're the ones that they're going to have at the Grand Reveal, oh. which might even be this weekend, I reckon. It might right. be um, this weekend up in Sydney. But give, we didn't give, get any tickets. We thought that it might be a bit of a waste of time actually <laughs> yes. going up there for the tick for the ones when we weren't told we're in the final six of the best new podcast. But anyway, that's fine. So, um, so having a look through at the because they've got the list there of the top one hundred yeah. podcasts. Yeah. And so going flicking through and you're going through and top twenty, top twenty, not in the top twenty, right. and not in the top yeah. thirty, and not in the top forty, uh, and just uh. going through and you're thinking, and the. It's funny the the drop off of the number of votes yes, as well because yes. demoralisingly they have the number of votes there next to the um the, yeah. the, the people there yeah, saying okay, so this is how many people we've had so up the top they're up around like the four hundreds and things like that it's, it's a popularity um, contest. it's a popularity contest you know that's the that's the who's the most beautiful person at school you know <laughs> that's right we were the nerds weren't we well we got so we're going respects. down going down going down and I thought look there's there's very little chance we're going to be on this list. And so I flick down and flick down and flick down. And then I've just gone, holy... And Christine, because it was like 10 o'clock at night, she's yeah. gone, what's wrong? And I've gone, I was just looking at the Australian Podcast Awards, top 100 of Australia's most popular podcast. Yeah. And I said, have a look at this. Passed her over the phone, number 100. Whoa. Two vets talk pets with 44 votes. Well done, mate. So how good's Fantastic. that, Fantastic. How yeah. good are we? So top 100. Top 100. We, we can put that on the bio. We can put it on the Instagram page. Yeah, yeah. Put it on there. Or, well, I've already sort of loaded it up on, the, on there already. And oh, had a few yeah. people uh, saying, hey, you know, well done, you know, good, good job. And it's like, and like, oh, then tried to resign myself to the fact that, yeah, people never, never remember anyone else in no. the top 100 apart from the top three and number 100. Spot so on, from mate. years of listening to the hottest 100. So there you go. So, and, 
Listen up, listeners. This is what number one hundred of the most po- the hundredth most popular podcast in Australia. Yes, is. of of the podcasts that wanted to pay the Australian Podcast Awards. <laughs> don't, don't go into that. Don't details. go into that. Yeah, don't, don't go, go into, into the little fine print. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting thing is when I told my dad, I said, "Oh, we made it to one hundred, Dad." You know, we're in the. He says, "Oh, I thought that was just a joke. I didn't vote." Oh, no. So nice had one. he voted ninety eight? Well, we could have got up to ninety eight. Yeah, because we don't want to do that. Because, well, yeah, no. You, 100 is the sweet spot. We've got you know? room to move. You'd like to think you could get up to the top 20. You'd think you'd like to be able to get up into the 400 votes, you know, because especially now if that's – now now they've set that benchmark of knowing, right, well, that's where we need to be. Yeah. Well, hopefully this time next year we'll have a chance of being able to get up there because we know that it's an achievable uh, an achievable yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. And probably next time we can tell listeners to vote before the voting's actually closed because oh, we I think we gave them a good, up a little bit. I think we gave them a good 48 hours yeah. to, you know, <laughs> no, to get oh, it no, on there. it wasn't 48 hours afterwards. Afterwards, so that's not bad. That's not bad. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. We'll have to. I'm, I'm sure they'll send us out another, uh, uh, you know, uh, invoice oh, slash request yes. to uh, to nominate for the awards again next year. Yes, so, yes. Um, one of the other podcasts I listen to, um, uh, the Weekly Planet, who are massive. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'll cover again in a sec. Uh, but um. They entered it last year, and I think they won it last year, right. and, they, and they've gone. What an absolute load of load! Oh, of really? Yeah, yeah. And so, no, it's not. But for us, yeah, yeah we loved it. <laughs> the you little know? minions, yeah. yeah. So I'm st- I still hold on to my uh, my gold medal for the for the two kilometer walk at Little Ass while I was the in under 11s there you when go. I was the only person doing it. So there you, know. you go, mate. And uh, yeah, my Westpac Maths Credit Award for. Uh, Westpac Mass competition in in year nine. I'll, yeah, I might put that up next to the number one hundred. You reckon? Oh, it'd do be we get a little more. certificate? Uh, only only one that we print out ourselves. Let's but I was thinking it. what we might do is uh, we might sort of put that on. Yeah, you know, get it printed on. Uh, yeah, you can get it like sort of steel etched or something oh, like that. Like so, a, a, a vinyl or a CD, gold CD sort of thing. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah where you can just get a, like a really schmick looking <laughs> thing. Yeah, where you can sort of look at it and it comes up different colours at different angles, Lewis. You know? Yeah, I thought that might be. Dad will love that. Uh, or Chris. Sooner I love that over the bed, mate. Oh, it's a good spot for it. Just take down the wedding photo and put that one up there. <laughs> so the glamour shots. Just in, just in time for oh, absolutely, yeah, my pouting. <laughs> my blue steel I've shots. I've seen those shots, mate. They're fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you've got to stop going through my phone, just mate. That, that's just all. a hint of chest hair, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's not even my chest hair. It's a little... Because I've got no chest, chest hair. It's just a little... Uh, little I just got to go to Spotlight. Little American, and, is it? Yeah, absolutely. I go to Spotlight <laughs> and I just get a little tuft of velourie stuff and just sit it there. I did so, wonder why it was purple. Yeah, well, it's because, you know, I like to keep things up. You know, yeah. keep things up vibe. Yeah, sometimes I go a nice sort of blue rinse. Right. You know, yeah, yeah, like the like like the Nanas. It's terrific. Good stuff, mate. Yeah. All righty. Um, now, now, there's one other thing I wanted to wanted to talk about because while you're away, um, we've just had the Comedy Festival here in Melbourne. Oh, yeah? And um, I went and saw a live recording of uh, one of my other favourite podcasts, uh, Don't You Know Who I Am, by Josh Earl, Melbourne comedian who gets four funny people together and trawls through all their social media stuff. Um, and the one that Christina and I went and saw had uh, Celia Pacola, Tommy Dasolo, um, uh, Fern Bradley, who's a, a, a Scottish comedian, and um, and Will Anderson. Yep. Um, and so watching the uh, – sat there and watched that, and Christina said, oh, you're going to go and talk to um, – yeah, you should go and talk to Will Anderson afterwards after the, the whole Charlie Pickering thing last yeah. year, which is almost dead on the 12 months. 
And I said, yeah, yeah, I, I will, I will, but I'll, but I don't want to be weird about it. I'll just, you know, if I happen to be standing there and he walks past, we'll do it. Did, did you see him going to the toilet this time, mate? A la Charlie Pickering? Or uh, no, 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 no. This time I was standing outside the toilet. Yeah, no, you know, just yeah, waiting for but, it to come but, out. But, but you him. had to be standing outside the toilet in order to to get out. And so he was in there. There was the, the <laughs> girl. Excuse. The girl that was sitting next to us had a um had a guide dog puppy, you know, uh, that she was oh. training. And so so I, she had it there. She had it there. Yeah, yeah, oh sitting there exposing it, which was which was great. The it's dog was out there, you know, getting pats and everything. Nice. Um, and as uh, as everyone else was filing out, Will was taking some photos out the front. He went in to go and grab his gear. He's coming back out. He's sitting there patting the puppy. I'm going, oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to top after a puppy. <laughs> but, you know, um, but then he's walked out and Christina said, oh, look, I'll... I just got to go to the toilet, but you know, if if you come out, you know, I'll and you're talking to him, I'll take a photo of you. Okay, yeah, no right. problems at all. Of course, yeah, because it's the women's toilets. I've only got two cubicles there, and you know, and the fifteen girls wanted to go. So you so had it took to queue ages. up for a while, mate. Well, yeah, me, wait, yeah, lining up next to Christina in the girls' toilets was a bit weird. Um, but then Will Anderson has come past, and, I, and I've gone always oh, going pairs. So I've gone, I got, hey, Will, and he's gone, and he's gone, hi, and I've gone, yeah, hi, my name's Robbie Anderson. Um, I've been listening to your podcasts for years, which I have been. Yeah. And I said, and listening to your podcast is one of the things that got me into doing my podcast with my mate Lewis. You know, it's called Two Vets Talk Pets. He's gone, oh, wow, that's fantastic. I said, now, look, last year I was in a cafe and I missed the opportunity of getting a picture with Charlie Pickering. And Lewis has always been on me <laughs> trying to say, oh, yo, you, you missed a trick. you got to get a photo with someone. Yeah. So I said, so is there any chance that I can try and get a photo with you so I can try and stick it up Lewis's Bump. Yeah. Um, and he said, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. So, the, here is um, the... Uh, yeah. So, ah, there so it there is. You go. A photo of you and Will Anderson. Abbey, me with Will Anderson. Excellent, now, mate. if you're wondering why it's a little bit shaky, there's two reasons. One is because Christina saw me talking to Will Anderson through the toilet doors as girls were coming out and try and didn't come out to then take the photo. Oh, you, yeah, right. And, so and I was selfie, just trying to selfie it and I was so freaking nervous, really? man. Really? Yeah. Dude, my, oh, it was nuts. Yeah. You know, like I'd been playing it through in my head. What are you going to say? What are you oh. going to do? And all that sort of stuff. And dude, I absolutely just got, just went all fanboy and just... Celebrity moment. I just got to go. Ugh! So Gosh. yeah. So it was well um, done, mate. I so, love it. And, and then, um, so then after Will left, then there was. Uh, so there's Josh Earl who does. Don't yep. you know who I am? Tommy Daslo who does a little dumb dumb yep. club. One again, one of wow. Australia's you know sort of longest running podcast. And um, and Nick Mason, who's one of the guys on the Weekly Planet. So right. like you know. Three of us straight, wow. and they're all standing around talking to each other. And so Christina's come out of the toilet, and she's gone. What are you waiting for? I said, oh, I listen to all these three guys' podcasts. I just want to say hi. But then they're, they're in conversation. I don't want to go and interrupt oh. them. And I've gone, hang on, oh, this weird guy that's been standing outside the toilets now for five <laughs> minutes. It's time to go. And she goes, you don't want to say anything. I go, no, 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 look, it's oh, it's fine. You've it's done fine. well, so, mate. You've so there you go. Well. So, Good on you. So I, I didn't. I I was too nervous to try and see if I could get him to record yeah. a sting for us and oh. go. Hi, this is Will Anderson. You listen to the Two yeah. Bits Talk Pets podcast. Uh, but I, oh, you've done well, maybe mate. Maybe next time because now I've got an intro with him. Hey, hey, you know, do you remember that shaky guy that was talking to you outside yeah. of the Euro, you know, the European beer cafe? Yeah, that was me. I was too nervous to ask you to do this. Could you do it this time? Well so, done, mate. Yeah, so That's impressive. Go. Good job. Good job on the photo. Well done. I just need longer arms because he's a tall man. You know, you, at least you, he stooped down a little bit for me. Selfie stick, mate. <laughs> is, is he tall? Is he? Oh yeah, he's a tall dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. No, well, he's a, when he was a um, a young fella. He um, I always talked about how he uh, it was a ruck playing um, yeah, playing okay. footy out in because um, he was you were up around near near Mafra Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But he, uh, oh, I forget the name. Hayfield. Hayfield. That's Hayfield, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And he, he used um, to work out that way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm. um, probably went to his farm. He said, said that Lewis used to treat your cows on the you farm. Treat cows. dairy cows. <laughs> Um, he might not remember. He might not remember. No, no, no. no. There's a few vets to get through, Mafra. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, there is. Yes. <laughs> but you'd be very memorable, mate, from when you were there 20 well, years yeah, ago. It's not often you get a, a vet out in the country with the long blonde flowing locks, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I'm surprised you would surprised if you didn't recognise you now. Well, maybe. He does, the long does sometimes come to the clinic with his dog, so... Yeah, oh, there yeah, you go. Maybe one day I'll Maybe up one day. All Excellent. Right, we better get on to the show. Yeah. All right, big thank you to Zilkeen, our, uh, our long-term sponsor. Yes. Uh, the anxiety-lowering medication, great for, for dogs and cats that have got uh, some some issues that you're worried about, maybe just a little bit anxious. Yeah. Really good supplement. Been dishing out heaps of it at the moment. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah, just um, like anxious little puppies and things like that that are coming in that are just showing those early signs of not settling and yeah. you go, look, it's it's a little thing now, but if we do little things to try and help to deal with those little things, we're not going to have to do big things down the track to try and deal when those little things become big things. Yeah, nice, so, so yeah, been, been, been using a lot of it. Good stuff. And, of course, Prime 100, the single protein diets for dogs and cats. Uh, the, the Our favourite, mate, the crocodile tapioca. Yes. Yeah, croc tap. The, it's a novel protein. Um, and a novel carbohydrate as well. Tapioca, not many dogs have eaten that before. Have you ever eaten tapioca? Uh, I probably have. Is, is it a dessert? Is it more of a dessert? I think you get a tapioca pudding you can get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had it when I was over in Vietnam. Right. Yeah, yeah, because they, um, they, they said, here, have some tapioca, and I did, and I got starchy, yeah, you know? Okay. But it's, yeah. Is it yeah. little balls, little balls, like, like little... I think it's like a root vegetable. Or something like oh, that. Okay. I mean, I'm sure you could run it up into a little ball, you know. Right. You know, maybe you could deep fry it, you know, like a little potato gem, but a tapioca gem. It was interesting when South America, because quinoa is from South America. Yes. That anything we ordered was it came with quinoa instead of, you know, rice. Like, yeah, right, yeah. Sort of like, wow, that's a spinach. Superfood. Yeah, that's right. You normally need to ask for it and go into your special cafe for your, yes. your quinoa, IKEA Super Bowl, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But no, over there just came standard. Your quinoa poke bowl, but yeah. over there it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah fr- fried chicken and quinoa. That's right, yeah. No, fr- fried koi. 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 Yeah, yeah. Might need to Google that. I'm not going to yeah. say what it is for the, for the kiddies out there. So, um, uh, yeah, you can feed that safely long term. Great for the diagnosing the inflammatory bowel disease. Great for pancreatic patients. Good yes. for puppies. We love it. So get on them, guys. Absolutely. And also we've got a couple of new Patreon supporters that yeah. have come aboard in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we've got Michelle Spratt. Thank you very much for your support. Thanks, on Michelle. Board. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Um, and then Stacey Smith. Um, and Stacey, now, oh, Michelle, I've sent out a, um, you should be getting a sticker. Awesome. Yeah, a free sticker from us soon. Stacey, Stick it on your car, take a picture of it, put it on Instagram for us, yes. link us in, put and, it on Facebook. And we'll send another one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and we'll just keep doing it. It'll be like this this inception kind of thing. You'll have a car that's just covered in our stickers. It'll be great. <laughs> Wonderful. And then we also got Stacey Smith, who Stacey... She, I need to send her a sticker, and I, was, I was, she didn't give me an email, uh, a postal address, so right. I got her back for a postal address, and she said, oh, no, I'm in the USA. Right. One of your USA listeners, so big hey. shout out to Stacey. Thank you very much for supporting us. Thank you. Um, and global, global yeah, exactly. influence here, Lewis. And she said, you don't need to post me a sticker. And I said, no, Stacey. Yes. We post anywhere. We do. We'll, we'll post to Madagascar. Madagascar. If you sponsor us from, uh, Patreon us from Madagascar, yep. we'll send you a sticker. Nice one. So one on the way for you, Stacey. So thanks very much, Michelle and Stacey, for your support. Absolutely. Did you pick up any listeners while you are in the Galapagos? Y- yeah. 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 They don't have a lot of internet on the outer islands. Okay, but, right. But, yeah. Yeah. I think numbers have gone up. Oh, yeah. nice. 
twice. Yeah, at least one. At maybe. least one. Me. You, you just down, downloading it, making sure that I'd it. actually put them on. That's right. And the end of it was <laughs> stuffed up by the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Alrighty, so what, what what have you got in the uh, what's been tickling your uh, your interest this week, mate? So mate, I've got an article that's from from the Herald Sun, top shelf. Hey, here we top go. Top shelf. Now you love a bit of Herald yeah. Sun work. Uh, a country veterinarian and football star performed two revivals this weekend. Oh wow! Called away in the middle of a game to save a dog with a snake bite before returning to lead his team. To a come-from-behind win. Wow, fantastic. Dr. John Anstey, a captain of the... He's the captain as well of right. the Daniloquin Rams. Oh, up in Denny, up in Denny, New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Friend Willow's from... Friend Willow's from yeah. Denny, yeah. In the cross-border Murray Football League, had to dash off in the middle of his side's clash with arch-rivals Finley. Oh, wow, Finley. that is that is the massive uh, yeah. rivalry up there. 50 k's down the road. It's yeah. close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, yeah, keep going. To rescue a canine that had copped a nasty bite from a brown snake. Right. Luckily for the southern... The New South Wales club, its ace defender triumphantly returned to the ground a quarter later to inspire them to an unlikely come from behind victory. Anstey was pulled away from the blockbuster Good Friday clash with Finley midway through the second quarter after a dog call after a call came through of a dog in trouble. Initially thought he could be getting dragged for a spell on the bench. Yeah. But it was a very different pr- predicament. Despite the Rams struggling to fire, Anstey was the on-call veterinarian for the area during the Easter weekend and needed to take the boots off during the game. How common is that, mate? Oh, when, yeah. When you're on call, when you're a Warrigal, oh, uh, on call and you couldn't do anything, you know, couldn't do any sporting events, couldn't go to anything, couldn't go to the movies. Yes, yeah, yeah. Really hard. Well, I had a couple of times where I'd be doing that when I was playing baseball in Frankston. Um, yeah, I'd have to leave the phone in the uh, in the canteen right. and just go, yeah, just call, you know, grab me over if the if the phone goes off. So, yeah. Well, well wasn't there a story about one one doctor, Dr. Uh, Robbie Anderson was playing for the, the Frankston Plums, weren't you, mate, or something? And That'd you, be the you Frankston got, Tomatoes, you, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tomatoes. Yeah. Sorry, wrong, wrong fruit. <laughs> there you go. And uh, did, weren't you called away in the, the fourth innings uh, to treat, treat a sick pig, uh, sick uh, guinea pig, and then and then uh, only returned in the ninth innings to hit that home run to win, mate. Wasn't it? Was that you? Yeah. Made the Frankston leader. I, 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 I don't think I've ever actually won a won a game off my own bat, mate. Oh, you know, come so, on, <laughs> Robbie. Come that's on, a, mate. No, no, that that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, it'd be a, a a great lifelong dream, but no, I never, never, never was good oh, enough to try and do come that. On, talk might, it have up, sa- mate. might have saved the guinea pig, but yeah, it certainly didn't save the game. Didn't save know? the plums. Didn't save the plums. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's why I've got the protector on there to try and look after the plums. You know, I can't, I can't be in charge of looking after uh, the plums at all. So. so, so there you go, mate. So good on your um, Doctor Anstey. Uh, Tell you what, though, you know, from a um, a, a veterinary point of view, you know, so if he's got the call, got in the car, driven to the clinic, got the dog on the drip, started on the uh, anti-venom, you know, made put it in slowly to make sure it wasn't going to have a reaction, yep. kept it in going, and then took off back to the footy again to get back again for the last quarter. That's a moving. I think he had a supportive nurse, mate, that helped him out. It was a Quite possibly. Of a nurse that was oh, there to help that, him out. So he makes it got got it all happening, and then said, "Look, I'll be back in an hour." Then said, call, "Call me if its heart rate goes over one sixty and it starts to <laughs> its right. pulse rate just starts give, to drop." Give it this. Give it. Give it some adrenaline. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Where do I give it? I just just into the dog somewhere. Give it. Yeah, give it. Is it is a catheter? Give it in there. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. He came back in the final quarter and uh, and kicked. Uh, th- was thrown forward. Oh, he's right. their key defender, but he's thrown forward and he kicked four goals before three to qu- three quarter time. Oh, there oh, you no, go. He set them up anyway. 
He's a hero. He's a hero. Hero, well, hero to us, mate. Hero. hero to the dog. And maybe if he wasn't playing down in the fence, he might have been actually able to score some more goals. He would have been able to uh, get him far enough in front and he wouldn't have to have gone back. Well, there's a life lesson there. A life there? lesson there. Exactly. Yeah, go and play forward, mate. You yeah. know, Not only did he save the dog, but he probably saved the game as well. Wow. Their coach Hall said. There you go. Fantastic. Um, you remember that, the, um, the band uh, uh, Spiderbait? Yeah. So Spiderbait are from Finley, oh, and yeah. so in the, they've got a song called Footy where they talk about the um, uh, the the rivalry between Gerildery and Finley. Like it's a oh. it's a long, long, long term. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're just, very close. T- just talking to the mic. Yeah, it there, does mate, help. Yeah. I talk to the mic. It's been away. It's been away. It's been long, mate. Yeah. Alrighty. What do you got? For so, us? um, so you know, you've gone to the uh, to to news dot com um or news herald sun dot com herald sun. Um, following along in the leader, right? Uh, we are the news, mate. Right? We got we ha- had oh, a um yeah. so as a way of trying to get some um you know publicity. I said to to Josie, I said, look, get a, get a hold of the local leader and tell them we'll do an article for for Easter time. You know, um, and I wanted to do one on on lilies and cats. You know, nice. because, which we always bang on about here about how toxic they are. Um, and they've gone. What's what a lily's got to do with Easter? And I go, well, you never oh, heard of no, Easter, Easter lilies. lilies. How about I do one about for you with dogs and chocolate? <laughs> then how about that? You know, just something just nice, simple. Roll that one straight, out. just straight yeah. down. Okay, so send it off. And I thought they were going to sort of take it and then just sort of you know editorialize it a little bit and you know, and sort of spruce it up. No, they printed it verbatim. You know, and so I right. said, so I said to Chris, and I gone, geez, I put a few more sort of little Robbieisms in there than what I would have normally done. <laughs> had I knew they, they were just going to cut and paste it. That's why they loved it, mate. Yeah, they you didn't know, have to think about it's, it. It's the, it's the Aussie stuff coming out. It's just the the, the larrikin. The That's right. Yeah, yeah. the the uh, the, the layer bound, the home yeah. run hitter from the Frankston Plums. Frankston Plums, just just, just talking yeah. it up, running around with the guinea pig in my <laughs> back pocket. <laughs> just you know, a chat. just have to make sure that you know that, that's you know. Don't ask where I had to put the uh, put the guinea pig to help to protect him while I was playing. Right. You know? Let's oh keep yeah. His body temperature keep him warm. Up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Under the, the armpit. It, in the back. Yeah. Right. I just had on the little baby Bjorn things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little guinea pig. So tell me. So. So the Mount Waverley leader, Mount Waverley, oh, so the Monash leader, Monash, Monash leader. leader. So, yes. we, so we got that done, and um, we had, uh, you know, uh, they said we're going to send out a photographer to take a photo. So I had no problems. Just let me know, and yep. I'll bring my dog in. Um, but then didn't hear from them. I thought, oh, they're not going to run with it. Um, and I got the email through that the um, that the latest edition of the Monash leader was up the the week before Easter. Yep. And so I was flicking through it going, oh, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure that they didn't use my article. We'd go and take a picture of some other vet. Yeah, right? vet down the road. And they did. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. So they used my article. But no. They, but, they, but they used some other vet, right? So well, sh- here's, show me. here's the picture. Oh, right? my goodness. Who is that? Who's that young Hirschute vet there? Oh, I know. In, in scrubs doing the flex. Yeah. Is that Chris Preston? Well, you, you, you'd think it could be, wouldn't you? It could yeah, be. With, that, with that full head of hair. Yeah. It was Chris Preston to be with a Bernese Mountain Those dog. Those big sides. Oh, he's still Massive, got the sides. Oh, yeah, but they're, they're a little more, uh, little more sort of full they're, in that. They're not in as that peppered. Day. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's not not as quite as much yeah, yeah sort of whiteness in there. You still yeah. managed to show the little tuft of chest here though, mate. Just coming over the top of the scrub. Yeah, nice. it's good that they, 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 they didn't pixelate out the three hairs that are coming out through the top of the <laughs> top of the thing. Yeah. But yeah, so they've so they've gone to the file and found an old file photo of That's me. Amazing. And and so I, I, on countback, I reckon that must have been before kids. Yes. So I've been able to show the kids this photo, saying so. This is what Daddy looked like before you guys came before along. The stress. Yeah, before all the stress. <laughs> Yes, you know, uh, nice, and then Camille mate. said, "Daddy, aren't you stressed with with running the clinic as well?" Uh, 
Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, you got that one too. You change so, the subject. Yeah, yeah. So, so I sent that, um, sent the picture of it to the to Lynn, our practice manager, and said, who's this young guy we're supposed oh. to have working for us? <laughs> so I feel for anyone, Lewis, who comes in expecting to see some, you know, sort of young, you know, young hotshot vet, oh, right, and then just mate, gets left with middle-aged Don't, middle don't put yourself down, mate. You know? Don't tell them, tell them about your Frankston plums effort. <laughs> <laughs> nice, mate. I love it. That's great. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Do you get any feedback from clients that's seen it or anything? Oh, yeah. They all reckon that I'm selling out. You know, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, uh, uh, Donna, who's um, who follows us on Instagram, she um, uh, she put a photo on there saying, "Oh, don't get too big or ahead, Robbie." You know, just <laughs> keep 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 your feet grounded. Yeah, you know? that's right. Um, but uh, well, but you've had a run, mate. You know, number one hundred podcast awards, and then and then this photos with Will Anderson. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised you're here today. Yeah, I know. I thought yeah, it was gonna yeah. be one vet talk pet. I was gonna dial it in. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna send in a. Yeah, I was gonna subby it out. I was gonna send send Willow in and say, "Go on, mate. Yeah, yeah you go in there and sort it." Else, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I've got, got too big for the podcast now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> moving it's, on. It's time for a solo tour. <laughs> All righty. Now, I've got a uh, article from the AVJ. Yes, short one. Americans warned to stop kissing hedgehogs. Good idea. This is good because we've got Stacey Smith, our American Patreon. Yes, you know, absolutely. She might own a hedgehog. Don't kiss. Don't kiss it, Stacey. The don't US, do it. The US Centers for Disease Control and Prevention have, has warned American hedgehog owners. Not to kiss or snuggle their pets after an outbreak of salmonella right. was linked to the animals. Epidemiologic and laboratory evidence found that contact with pet hedgehogs was the likely source of this outbreak after samples were collected from three hedgehogs in two ill patients' homes. Right. Eleven people in eight states are so far known to be infected, with one person requiring hospitalisation. Goodness me. Hedgehogs can carry salmonella in their droppings while appearing healthy and clean. Mm. So there you go. Just a little, uh, you, know, yeah. sh- well, you know, shout out to the hedgehog Com- community, out there. community service announcement. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. don't don't go cuddling up to small animals in their poo because they could have salmonella in it. Especially if it's a hedgehog. Hedgehog, yes. I yeah. wonder, do UK they have hedgehogs? I'm sure they do. Uh, they may aspects. have. I think they do. But you know what? I, I must admit, hand on heart, that um, I I ate a hedgehog on uh, on on Tuesday. Jeez, oh, mate. Yeah, yeah, Cook, yeah. Cooked. Uh... It, it was a stunning one. You know, it was that from a bakery in Moorabbin. <laughs> I was there early for my uh, for my podiatrist appointment, and I thought I know over there that they have magnificent hedgehogs. So right. for our, so for Stacey our, and and our other American listeners um, in Australia at uh, at bakeries, we have a hedgehog slice, which is a uh, basically just a whole lot of um, uh, chocolate and biscuit and desiccated coconut and uh, uh, you know, layered with a nice, uh, nice helping of chocolate icing on top. Delicious, so, isn't it? Oh, magnificent! Absolutely yeah, delicious. Yeah. And, yeah. and so when I saw that, I thought oh, I'm, I am going to devour that while I'm waiting for my appointment. So when you're talking about snuggling up to a hedgehog, I felt this this little pang of guilt, Lewis. But I, but I don't feel like I've got salmonella you from don't. my hedgehog slice. You got no, a tummy no. ache, maybe, because it's so rich. Yeah, but I've had years of experience of being able to uh, uh, handle high uh, high the, um, theobromide levels. Uh-huh. You know, from high calorific. High calorific things. Yeah, well, I'd also gone for a run that morning too, and oh. I thought, well, this is probably my run and a half, but, you know, so that's <laughs> not good. So Christine's going to be listening to this going, ah, oh, so you went and had a hedgehog <laughs> slice while you're waiting for your podiatrist. You went without me. That's right. Yeah, well, you didn't bring any home <laughs> yes. for me. Thank you very much. No travellers. Yeah. <laughs> 
I did, but I ate it on the way home. That's because she didn't take the photo in the toilets with you with Will Anderson. That's right. Yes. yes. That's yeah, what yeah. she gets. She can't be trusted. No. She can't be trusted. Right? She let the team down, so I get to eat the hedgehog. You, know? you and your shaky hand. That's right. It was terrible. Oh. I should have had some hedgehog beforehand. I might yeah. have steadied my hand yeah, a little maybe bit. Maybe a beta blocker. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, one other thing I wanted to talk about, again, just a quickie, is some clients that um, uh, I, they were telling me a story, and I said, oh, can I talk about that on the podcast? They said, yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course, then, because it's been a minute since we've actually recorded one, you know, it's, yeah, and I said, oh, yeah, they came and said, you didn't talk about uh, it. I said, yeah, look, we had a couple in the can. It's awkward, said, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we do record ahead, and especially when I go away, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Well, not unfortunately, unfortunately no. for yourself. No, that's and right. And for listeners. Um, so we had, uh, so uh, these clients were telling me about their cat and their dog that form this little hunting party, right? Yeah. So what they do is that the dog helps to try and sort of um, herd up the mice um, and and so that then the cat yeah. can then sort of sneak along and try and get it. So like up against the fence where they sort of uses this, you know, you know like a pincer movement where the cat sort of right. can sneak up behind but the dog's standing there so that then that way it can't get away. So I thought, well, that's some pretty clever... Uh, what have they got inter- in the backyard? Are they, they farming mice? Well, I don't know if they're farming mice, but it's a, I'm pretty sure it was a mouse or a bird or something like that. Oh, but, <laughs> hang on, mate. You've got to get this story straight before you start telling it. <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago they were telling me, and I thought, I've got to talk about it right now. Okay. Maybe, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a, but it was a pretty cool thing. That is cool. So they're working tandem. Well, working Team together. Work. Teamworking. Interspecies teamwork. I like it. But except the thing is, I don't think the dog gets any of the spoils. I think it's all the cat that gets to enjoy the uh Well, the, maybe, the spo- the, maybe the dog just likes watching. Like yeah. Christina would li- like you watching, uh, like watching you eat the hedgehog. I'm, I'm sure, sure what you were going to be saying, Christina, like me watching. <laughs> yeah, I'm not coming back to eyes watch that. No, no. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> we're even moving away from the that. mask. No, no, but maybe time for the disclaimer then. Yeah, yeah before but, I get into trouble. Yes, <laughs> let's go for it. Um, all advice. Oh, oh, there you go. So, so I've, I've spoken about the, the hunting animals. So there we go. Done. No. Um, all advice on this show is general in nature. So please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up to date information because veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing please let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification my goodness have i, have I been looking forward to talking about this one go for yes, it yes mate so yeah i shut you down a few oh, probably months ago now yes, you yeah. wanted to talk about this and i said oh, i've got it in the bag ready yeah. to go so it's all it's it's the uh hang on let me get the correct name for it up here it's the american association of feline practitioners consensus statement on feline feeding yes so essentially all the big boffins over in the states have come together and had a you know formed a consensus um, and and trying to develop uh, feeding programs for cats uh, for our pet cats that addresses their behavioural needs yep um, and improve their health and yep. also their well being yes so um, their purpose and I'll, I'll read out what their purpose is to advise veterinarians veterinary students veterinary technicians and cat owners about the ways cat nat about the ways cats naturally feed and to recommend how to feed the pet cat to optimally satisfy its behavioural needs using feeding programs that include play and predation. Mm. So similar to your hunting teamwork yes. there probably, you know, that might be one thing. They might just check if that's so Have a look and see yeah, that's in there. That's, uh, so might, be, might be in the back page. Yeah, yeah, of, of getting uh, a Labrador to yeah. try and help you to, yeah, uh, to round yeah, to up help, the, mice. Help the Burmese cat to try and do the, ch- yeah, do the, the chasing. Yeah, The mice or birds or cockroaches or whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> Small children climbing the fence to try and get their football back. Right. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Please didn't mention their names. <laughs> 
Uh, plant predation. Reduce stress in single and multi-cat environments and meet nutritional requirements for overall health. Yes. Feeding strategies need to be tailored to the individual cat and household. Mm. So there's um they've got a great there's a great deal of information about what to feed cats, but relative little discussion of an emphasis on managing the feeding process to improve the species quality of life and ability to cope with the lifestyle we have chosen for it. Yes. So, you know, cats nowadays, they're often confined in the house. They're domesticated. It, they're, 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 they're not roaming. They're not, yeah. Yeah, well, well, they're domesticated, but it doesn't mean they're coming to the house. You yeah, know, okay. The, yeah. The, you've got domesticated cows. They yeah. don't generally come into the home. Well, it depends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Small cow. <laughs> A mini cow. Yeah. Llamas. Llamas. Are they domesticated? No, I don't know. I got a good pat from one at Machu Picchu. Oh, did you? Yeah, really nice pat behind the yeah. ears. Oh, Loved good it. one. Loved yeah. Anyway, he sorry. gave you a pat behind the ears. Yeah. No, Deb was un- ungular paw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah. I mean, the idea being that cats, you know, obviously we're out in the out and roaming around, feral yeah. in a certain sense on the farms and that sort of thing. And now we've brought them into our home environments and yeah. we've asked them to adapt to live with other dogs to to hunt together in uh, you know uh, con specifics with, yes. with other dogs. Um, so the the consent statement provides strategies to our normal feline behaviours to occur in the home environment, alleviating or preventing stress-related and or overeating issues. Mm. So it talks a little bit about normal feline feeding behaviour. And being a behaviour vet, I love this kind of stuff. So yep. cats, uh, they're meat eaters. Yes. I think we can fairly uh, agree with that. Carnivores, yes. Yep. Strict carnivores. Yep. Um, and many domestic cats have a strong hunting instinct. Yep. Uh, they're solitary predators that consume small prey, and they prefer to eat often and alone. Yep. Their prey is of low calorific density, necessitating yep. several kills per day, for which they expend large amounts of energy. Yeah. So, obviously, it takes a lot to chase down that one mouse. Yep. That's why they use the dog to, yes, to herd to, it to up into the yeah, corner where yeah. the fence is. That's called clever cats. Yes. Yeah. To meet their basic nu- nutritional requirements. So the impacts of the cat lifestyle. We've got an indoor cat now. Yep. So a solely indoor lifestyle can prevent normal behaviours such as hunting and foraging. Yep. Um, you know, there's no fence indoor to, yeah. to round up that mouse. Yes. With the dog. With the dog. Yes. No, no. Yes. Or bird, whatever it was. Whatever the birds it was. aren't generally indoors unless be, they're in a cage. Could be a bird mouse. Bird mouse. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's related to the moho whale. <laughs> we haven't had that for a while. <laughs> well, we probably have, but just. just <laughs> Um, so, indoor cats are often fed with other cats in one location and given relative large volumes of food once or twice daily or ad lib. So, ad lib meaning just food's left the down food's all the time. Food's there all the time. Yeah, yeah. Without consideration of each cat's individual energy requirements. Yeah. Uh, so, and then we've got the outdoor cat. So, yeah. the outdoor cat often set fed similarly to the indoor cat. Uh, you know, they eat relatively, readily available, highly palatable food, often eat it quickly and have little need to go out and hunt. Yes. And forage. So there's a void time budget in these cats um, in that, uh, you know, often they spend, you know, 24 hours a day looking for, or, or half, sorry, 12 hours a day. Yeah. Looking for obtaining food. Um, and, and, and they're obviously just getting in the bowl. Yeah. So, um, so... I guess the problems associated with this feeding arrangement is obesity is, is the big one. Yeah. Um, you know, the practice of putting down food all the time or having one or two large meals a day doesn't address the domestic cat's need for eating alone. Yes. Because often they eat with the other cat, all the, all the foods in the one bowl. You've got two, two bowls two there, bowls. chuck some in, chuck some in yeah, and then walk exactly. away. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and they like prefer to eat small meals a day, generally. Yeah. Um, so this can lead to inactivity um, and sometimes overconsumption and then obesity yep. as well. 
the pet food we feed today is really highly palatable yep. and it's easy to eat. You know, it's in chunks or kibble format. Yep. Um, and that can also lead to overeating and weight gain as well. Sometimes if they're bored inside, they'll just eat. Yeah, yeah. You know. got nothing else to do. Exactly. You know. yeah. Can't watch Netflix. Yeah, that's you know. right. Don't have a dog to hunt with. Yes. You know. yeah, there's they're no fence to corner, eat. corner the mice in. Yeah, I'll just, just eat. Indoor. I'll, just eat. Eat. I'll just eat and picture it in my head. My little cat head. <laughs> and there is some research that shows an indoor lifestyle in general has demonstrated increased the risk of obesity and associated diseases. Mm. Um, and then, of course, we've got some stress-related problems um, in a multi-cat household. Um, you know, one cat might deny the other cat access to the food yes. station. Um, and uh, and sometimes cats can develop habits of eating really quickly. Yes. And then vomiting. Yes. Because they worry about the other cat approaching. Just gorging their food way e- too fast. Exactly. Yeah. So what are, what are they proposing to do in this consensus? So the, um, the goal of the feeding program, as they call it, should be to mimic the cat's natural feeding behavior. So they're using puzzle feeders yep. or food puzzles and foraging. So these are objects or toys that hold food and must be manipulated by the cat to release the food. There are lots of them around. Um, using puddle feet, puzzle, puddle, puddle, puddle feeders, puddle feeders. Using puddle feeders, just yes. go out there, just chuck it out in the garden after it's rained. That's Fantastic. right. Fantastic. Oh, great. It's yeah. soggy again, yeah. and it tastes like dirt. Well, awesome. Means they don't overeat. No, that's if right. You feed them in the puddle. They don't want to eat it. It's great. <laughs> they do overdrink, and they end up with silicate <laughs> stones in their bladder. But you know, it's fine. They get sick from the <laughs> salmonella in the puddle. <laughs> the hedgehog the hedgehog's going and cracking in it. Pooed in. <laughs> <laughs> so don't puddle Use puddle feeders Use puzzle feeders Puzzle feeders Yes And objects that hold food Put the puzzle feeder Over the puddle Yeah <laughs> Take longer to eat um, uh, Using puddle feeders Hiding kibble around the home Increases yes. activity Provides mental and physical si- Simulation Improves weight management um, and, and can help them with stress. Obviously, there are lots of commercial feeders available, mm. and in the consensus, they've got some wonderful so some recommendations and even a website, foodpuzzlesforcats.com. There you go. Go and check it out. I'm not affiliated with them, but it has some great things. Yep. But you can also make some homemade ones out of egg cartons yes. or plastic bottles and that sort of thing. So obviously, you want easily manipulated feeders first. And yeah. then train the cats up as they get better at it. So yeah. they, they easily get the food initially, but over time, um, you know, you can make it harder for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so place the food portions in different uh, or new locations or even elevated space. Yes. You know, high up on the... on the Get 3D uh, on them. Yeah, up on the cupboards or yep. up on the high um, scratching post. Um, you know, make them forage and use their sensors to go, go and sort of, sort of find the food. So ideally, we should be trying to feed them frequent small meals. Use elevated space when you know, when they're physically able to jump up. If they're yeah. arthritic, you're probably not feeding on top of the the cupboards is ideal. For yeah, them. yeah, when you <laughs> yeah, um, you know, separate feeding stations or water stations and and monitoring their weight. Yes, is, yeah, is, yeah, is really really important as well. Um, and uh, and then they talk about using separate resource areas for multi-cat households. Right. And I think this is a really common one. I see a lot of cats that get stressed because they're all fed in the one area. Yeah. Um, you know, the toilet's in the one area, the, the the feeding station's in the one area, the water's in the one area. And cats generally don't like the water to be where the food is as well. Correct. There's some yeah. sort of thought with that too. So, um, so just because they get along with everything else doesn't mean they want to eat together. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes forcing them to eat in proximity to another cat can make give them some anxiety and stress. So ideally feeding stations should be where they're not visually visible. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They can't see each other when they're eating. Um, and, and, uh, 
and and you can elevate them. You can use programmable feeders or even ones with microchips. Microchips, yeah. So you know some cats, you know, you can restrict their, their their calorie intake and make sure they're not not putting putting on any weight. You can use baby gates or you know cat flaps or that yep. sort of thing to try and restrict access to, to to each to each cat. So really really good article, and there's also a wonderful handout that comes with it, um, which is really good for cat owners out there. I yes. think. Yes. You know how to feed your cat, assessing their behavioural needs. It does summarise you know, sort of the things I've talked about in in a in a owner friendly manner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so go and check out uh, com backslash client hyphen brochures and we'll put a link for that in the in the show notes as well so yeah. so everyone can go and check it out cool um, i've been after reading that article when i alluded it to the last time that i hadn't read it properly <laughs> and then i went back and read it properly yeah. um yeah so i've been doing a lot of this over the last um sort of six to eight weeks particularly with my own cats but yeah. also recommending it with my clients as yeah. well so um so with melvin and parker previously we would feed them in their dishes in the same room next to each other um and i felt guilty for the fact that i've done that for 10 years now what we're doing is um so with their food i'll go around and leave it so i've done a couple of different things um you know you've always got your plastics cup where you've got your plastic containers yeah, that you yeah yeah that you can't find the damn lids for right <laughs> so so I got half a dozen of those and what I do first of so the way I transition it with my cats is I put the uh, all those little dishes in the same room and just put little bits of food in so the cats then got got used to okay right my food's going to be in here yep once they were used to that after a couple of days then those dishes started moving around the house then once the cats got used to moving around the house different things like um bits of cardboard that i've um that you get from packaging that have got like little ridges and things like that the egg cartons that yeah. they talk about or even just leaving little piles of food like a little bit behind the couch a little bit behind the behind yeah. the uh the tv and so the cats literally like so it's good work it, it takes me a fraction of a bit of time longer to feed the cats every day but it doesn't make any real difference, you yeah, know. The, yeah. But the fact is that then they're moving. Yeah. Um, the because Melvin eats a lot quicker than Parker, so then we get worried that he's going to eat all Parker's food. So we just shut the door. So Melvin's got half the house to try and find his food. Parker's got the back half of the house, nice. and then we just let him back in again later on. Um, so I've had like I had a lady in at work yesterday. She had two cats. One cat weighed ten kilograms. The other cat weighed ten point four kilograms. Oh. Oh, wow. So, you know, you go out into the waiting room and you go to lift up the cages. You go, oh, yeah, no problems, Mrs. Brown. I hope you go, whoa, gee yeah. whiz. Can I help you with, ooh, oh, there goes my back. Yeah. Um, so, so lifting up, you know, 20 kilograms worth of cat wow. and then talking to her about, um, so what's going on? What, you know, obviously you're feeding food that is too calorie dense for what your cats need and they're not exercising enough. So we were talking about how to try and get, around it and doing that thing of so separate them so then that way you know because they're obviously you know oh, oh the, the cats are, i think they're a bit picky with their food look picky. you don't get to, you don't get to be three kilos overweight and be picky with food yeah, you know yeah, you can be picky and be eating mcdonald's okay that's right yeah 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 it's like oh yeah oh, i'm really fussy i only like to eat mcnuggets so yeah go, well that's not necessarily to being fussy it's just that you know you've only been given the option of one thing and you should be eating salad exactly yeah yeah go go and have the salad not the nuggets get them to serve the salad in the nuggets container if you want um so so yeah i've been talking a lot with clients about different ways of being able yeah. to try and do it with 
cats that have got weight problems, cats that have got overeating problems. Um, and I think with some clients that there's that um, that sort of initial sort of drawback of, oh, why would I do that? I usually yeah. just feed my cats in the dish. I go, yeah, I get it. But, you know, there's a lot of other stuff that I could get you to do, which is going to be expensive. Or there's this stuff that you can do that's not going to cost you a damn mm. thing that is going to make a big difference for your cat. Yeah. So so I think it's fantastic, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, it's really good. And so, f- yeah, feeding them up high and hiding them around in different things. And so you don't you don't have to go and buy the feeders. The feeders are great, yep. but there's there's lots and lots of stuff you can do at home that doesn't cost you a cent. And it's all about, it's all about just giving them more natural feeding, you know, that, that they would normally do in the wild yeah or when they're you know not not restricted to the indoor environment and providing them with some enrichment and thing, things to do big one who's on onto it is um is richard gowan dr richard gowan yes the, yep. the cat vet in melbourne he he's a big for the enrichment feeders and that yeah. sort of thing and and a huge thing but interesting i'm gonna get put you on the spot here mate yeah. so if so your cats do you think that now that you're feeding them around the house scattering the food around yeah do you think they're more active? Um, I, I, I don't think my cats are any more or less active. Right. Because I think they were actually fairly active to begin with yep. because they do go outside and so they've got a garden to roam around in. And, you know, I, I mean, during the day... Absolutely, Melvin's just sleeping, you know, on his um, yeah. But but he's also got a bit of arthritis too, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I oh, so he put his on on top of right up high, right so right he loses weight because he just can't get it. Because he got, he got access to the room and your food's up on the cupboard there, mate. You know, and so you let me know when you can get it, mate, and then I'll give you a little <laughs> yeah, pat and then I'll put bit, some more up there. Give you a little bit more. Give you a little bit more. A bit higher next yeah, time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just yeah, gradually yeah. get your climbing. I do the same up there. thing with the kids. You know, Ruben's scared of scared of uh, loud noises, so I go right, mate. I'm going to expose you to loud oh. noise. I'm going to give you an M M&M. and M. Give you an M. No. Um, so well, because <laughs> it's actually footy cards, but no, yeah, no, no. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the interesting thing is yeah. the the. the uh, you sort of would think that when you start feeding them around the house yeah. and hiding stuff, they'll be more active. I actually saw a study just this week. Yeah. I'm going to bring up a couple of weeks' time that uh, that blows that out of the water. So yeah, it's really right. You're not sure how the cats, when they're doing this foraging stuff, um, when you're doing this feeding, what, what makes them lose weight? It doesn't seem to be an increase in activity. Right. But maybe it's something to do with them eating less or not. So it'd be really good. We'll touch on that in a couple of weeks. Well, uh, yeah, it'd be good to good to sort of you know, deep dive on it because there's it, it, it works to help manage their weight and to manage their, their satisfaction with their eating. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's not like you got them, you're getting them running a marathon before they eat their food no. either, you know. But yeah, I always say to owners, if your cat's going to eat, sleep for 23 and a half hours of the day, if they're up and moving for 15 more minutes, fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's, I, I that's agree. 15 minutes of energy that they're expending that they're not going to yeah. otherwise. Yeah, so. spot on, mate. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Now, we uh, we got a review on iTunes. I don't think we've read this one out. It's from Sally the Greyhound, mate. It's fantastic. Have a listen to this. Five-star review. Five-star review. Good. We like and, those ones. And if anyone would like to drop a review, yep. they actually really help us. They do, yeah. You know, not only do we get to be number 100 on the podcast awards, but <laughs> we also get do get pushed up on iTunes ranking and that sort of thing, yeah. wherever you listen, and it means we do get more listeners and more people are educated. Yeah. The, the thing with the way that iTunes works is it's all on an algorithm, and so if people leave good reviews for, um, for the shows, then iTunes puts our podcast in front yeah. of other people down in the You May Also Like 
like things. Right. So, so there you go. You know, it, by you guys leaving us a review, then makes iTunes go, well, hang on, these guys are legit. Let's try and um, you know, put them in front of some more eyes. So the more reviews we get, the more people we get out to. So we really appreciate when we do get reviews. So thank you to Sally for the Graham for the review. I'm just going to read it quickly. Great mix of informative topics, interesting news stories and banter shared in an entertaining podcast relevant and engaging to pet owners. Hang on, is this, is this a That's podcast? That's good. Yeah. This, this <laughs> I particularly enjoyed the talks with the skin specialist. Oh, Dr. there we go. Dr. Danny, yeah. um, and especially the owner of Veterinary Diagnostics, who wish who wish I knew about sooner. Clint. Clint, yeah. So there you go, Clint, in the review as well, mate. If you want to sponsor us. <laughs> it's also great to hear about Prime 100 as I've had my diabetic dog on it for two years with great results. Excellent. There you go. Another shout out to the sponsors. Yeah. Jeez, we're touching bases This is all, here, this is all good here. Yeah. yeah. When I heard Dr. Robbie knew about and used the continuous glucose monitoring on a patient, I knew I was a devoted listener <laughs> and a potential client. Oh, there we go. Sally, this is great. Has yeah. Sally been in? You had a greyhound called Sally? I haven't had a greyhound called Sally, no. Not Not yet. Maybe it's a pseudonym. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. That's when I realised I was a former client. Oh, really? A young vet called Dr. Robbie who had a full head of hair. Yes, yeah, yeah. Good in a green scrubs. Green scrubs. Little tuft of hair. Just chest hairs poking out. Little tuft of hair at the V. Big, big lamb chop sideburns. Yeah, yeah. You know, guns showing. Uh, a young vet called Dr. Robbie gave my family some very kind and sage advice regarding our beloved dog's eight, beloved dog 18-year dog's quality of life. Oh, that's nice, There we mate. go. Advice which I remember and apply to my career daily. Oh, oh, well done, mate. Thank you. In addition, thanks for sharing the funny alpaca and geese stories. My co-workers love them. Oh, there we go. There you go. Oh, we'll have to have some more alpaca oh, that, stories. That's a hit for you, mate. Yeah, I'll yeah. think about it. Yeah. I think we've got an alpaca story. <laughs> Should oh. be able to find one or two from my era. We had your hedgehog one today. Yeah, there hedgehog, you go. We're, we're branching out. <laughs> Guinea pigs. Yeah. Guinea pigs, yeah. Yeah, I'll plums. Con- yeah, I'll continue <laughs> to share your podcast and plan to purchase a onesie for a, for a Dachshund ASAP. Hey! Excellent. Yo, yo, yo. So there's a real list. Of- Thank you very much, Sally. Thanks, Sally the Greyhound. You're a legend. Uh, exactly. And look, if you want to hit us up on... on uh, you got any questions? Yes, uh, we we would love to hear some some questions. Um, we have got a few that um, we're going to put on to, on to Patreon because we're running short of time today. Yep, um, we've got one from Claudia. Yes, on uh, car travel issues with dogs. Yep, um, uh, you know w- what sort of problems can dogs have, and and how can you go about treating them? Very them? common, you know. So many people. So if your dogs uh, get a little bit freaked out in the car, yeah, uh, jump on to Patreon, have a listen to that yep. one. Um, and also got a dog that's having trouble going up and down the stairs. Ah, now, yes. I'm not sure if that's anxiety or arthritis based, so we'll, we'll get on we'll to touch that on, on that one on the Q and A, yep. and also a question about pet insurance. I think that we might we might touch on in, in the, on the Patreon. So nice. Go to patreon.com, search for Two Vets Talk Pets. Yes, got a little bit of extra content there. It's getting more and more every day. I think yeah. this is number five of our Q and A that we've yes. got hitting up there, and um and go and check it out. Yeah, for and just you can two, su- support ju- us at the same time. Just two bucks. Yes. Just two bucks. Get you in. Get you get get you the uh, the keys to the Patreon vault <laughs> the and a sticker. Much like Sally yes. and Michelle getting their Stacey, stickers. Or even Stacy. Stacy. Sally was the review. Stacy and Michelle. The yeah. But Sally should be a Patreon. Sally should be yes. Patreon. Yeah, yes. then, then she can get a sticker. Yes, hit her up. Yeah. Yes. And go and be client. We can put it on the diabetic glucose monitor to try help, help to keep it on. <laughs> Great. Yeah, or the yeah. bag of Prime 100. Yeah. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Uh, what are you going to talk about next week, mate? All right. Uh, next week, I've got some stuff. Uh, you mentioned a while ago, you, one of your nurses asked you what music yes. should we play at the clinic. Yes. I've got, got an article on, or a, a journal article on that. Um, what type of music cats and dogs uh, helpful in stressful situations? Nice. What music do they prefer? Yeah, very good, very good. I've got it, mate. You got it. You've got it. You've cracked the code. Bark. Bark. <laughs> yeah, you like it? Been nice. working on that all for three weeks. Fantastic, Gee, that's me. Is. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, done. Drop the mic. Yeah. What do you got for next week? All right. I, I, I had someone, and I've tried to find where the um, where they asked the question, um, whether it was on Instagram or email, but I couldn't find it. But someone, one of our listeners, asked about disabilities in pets, uh-huh. um, and just wanted to sort of uh, talk about different disabilities in pets. So yeah. I thought I might just talk a bit about uh, you know blindness and deafness and cognitive things and you know what are disabilities and dogs it's sort of a an open-ended sort of free flowing kind of topic so nice, you know mate. if nice. i if when we're talking about it you hear something that you go i wish you had talked about that a bit more send us an email so i can uh, expand on it again next time but good, otherwise good that's stuff, it mate. so listen up next week guys you know um obviously if you've got any questions yes hit us up to vets talk pets at gmail.com or on instagram or on facebook yes uh on twitter as well Robbie's on Snapchat and TikTok. If you TikTok, if you're on TikTok, mate. Yeah. What's TikTok? Is that a, is that a, a Galapagos one? It's a uh, yeah, exclusively to the Galapagos. Yes. Terrific. Yes, yeah, TikTok, terrific. TikTok yeah, yeah. Galapagos. Style. Just want one for your llamas and your uh, and your and your cours. Look, mate, I'm just trying to keep you in touch with the younger listeners. Okay? Thank you very yes. much. Thank you. you know, yeah. TikTok is a, uh, a karaoke type app. I think I sent you. Didn't I send you a link to it? No, no, no. No, no. no, 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 no you sent me the one about the uh, the West Coast Eagles uh, grand final. <laughs> Winning thing, and I was I was gonna the, the memorabilia, exclusive memorabilia. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I, I, and the funny thing is, is everyone's um, you know, whenever anyone's put it and sort of uh, you know, linked on one of their mates, I'm sure they've just linked on <laughs> mates of the Collingwood supporters. supporters you know, um, funnily enough, though, I didn't see one for the uh, for the preliminary final one though. Where what uh, happened there? I can't remember. Yeah, you can't remember That's that one. You put time. put that in the past, have That's you? A long yeah, time. yeah. Okay, I was gonna mate. try and mock up a receipt and say, oh yeah, thanks, mate. I saw that. <laughs> I just bought it. You yeah, know? you didn't even. Lie. I a laugh. I was like, oh, I wonder if he saw it. <laughs> anyway. I did, I did see it. I'm sorry, I didn't respond, but I did see nah, it. Yeah, you're right. All right, Excellent. guys. So we'd love to hear from you if, if you've got any questions, obviously. But um, we'll we'll, uh, we'll scratch you later. Yeah, peace out, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at VetBehaviorist. And more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.